All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of the Big Abundant Life podcast. My name is Marlena, and this is Josie. She is my co-host and my wonderful, wonderful friend and sister in Christ, and we are really excited to kick this show on the road. So today's podcast episode is really going to kind of a, give you guys an idea of what you can expect content-wise from this show and also learn a bit more about me and Josie specifically and our stories and how God has, you know, just totally been so gracious and loving and, and blessed us to be where we're at today and it's continuing to mold us and build our character and put us where we're supposed to be. So you'll get to hear a little bit about who we are, why we, why we are doing this, right? but also get some direction as to what you can expect from our content. So Jesse, did you want to say anything about why we're doing this podcast and what kind of evoked this desire in your heart to get this going? Yes. Hello. Hello. Thank you, Marlena, for that beautiful introduction. We have felt the calling in our heart to start putting our voice out more start telling our, sharing our stories, because we know that there's power in your testimony, your overcoming, the, the words and the experiences that God has put on your heart and is planted inside of you. We believe that we came here with purpose. God has a God-given purpose for each and every one of us. And stepping into that means getting out of our comfort zones and doing the things that we've almost avoid, almost been avoiding for so long, but now we're just, you just got to do it. Just yep. taking action. So I hope if anything that us taking action can inspire someone else to take some action and do that thing that God has put on your heart to start that YouTube channel, start that podcast, start whatever God has put on your heart. We encourage it and we're here for it. And we just want to share a story because we know that everything life is happening for you and not to you. That's right. And we also get the, I think this podcast, at least for me, I know we want to help equip people and push them and motivate them to step out and be bold. And right before this, when you started recording, I was telling Josie, like if there was three things that I could tell people that would have the most impact on them, that I feel like God's spoken to me is that God loves you so much and he has put gifts inside of you, each and every one of you that you already have. Like you said before, she did this awesome reel the other day and it was just all about how God's already given us every single thing we need in life right now, today. You lack nothing. You already have it all. So no matter where you're at, if you're in the pit right now and you feel like Man, nothing I do is working, I am a screw up, I've jacked up everything in my life, or I'm just, and I'm just totally, you know, depleted, that is a lie from the enemy. And you've already been gifted with everything you need. You already have all the skills. You already have all the desires. You already have all the connections, all the resources that you need right now. And that God gave you those gifts and wants to multiply those gifts so that you can give them away. That is the whole point of life. That is purpose. And when we can, and that's what I hope through this podcast, we can help to uncover for the listeners here is that when you seek God 
and you know that he loves you and that he has put you here for a reason and you seek to look at what your gifts are how has god gifted you and really explored that what's your passions what what excites you what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning maybe it's your family maybe it's building business maybe it's exercise or fitness or having a new outlook on health you know whatever that is those are the gifts and, and things that god's given you you get to lean into those things. And even if you don't know maybe what you're gifted for yet, you know, just seeking in prayer and for God to reveal those things to you, you know, get down and journal and start looking into that. And I hope we can inspire you guys to through our stories and through our message to know that God wants to show you exactly where you're supposed to be. He wants you to help align with your purpose so that he can use you for his glory. And that's what we're all put here for. Um, whether it's to build a big business, whether it's to create a charity, whether it's to, you know, just be a better partner or better friend, you know, the big abundant life is found in pursuing God's calling on your life. And, you know, not all of us are purpose to be a pastor. Maybe some of you guys are purpose for ministry. I wasn't, you know, this is my ministry, you know, my life and my business and doing this podcast is my ministry, but I'm not a pastor. We don't know more about the Bible, I feel like then probably most of the listeners were just being obedient right. to what God has told us we should be doing. So for me, that's kind of where my heart is with the show and what I hope to get across with it. Um, and Josie's just been so, she's been such a good friend because I wouldn't, as much as I love God, if it wasn't for her passion in this place in her life and her heart to seek out God's will, I would not have done this podcast this way. Um, because it's like we've had so many great conversations over the last two months of just what we've been going through and God mm -hmm. just dragging us through with him so graciously just keeping us going like we've had such good time like man we other people need these messages and these conversations and these revelations and these these stories so thank right. you Josie for being the catalyst for this because I did a podcast before and it was a secular podcast and I always said you know there needs to be more personal development for Christians or people in business or people who want more purposed you know living, yeah. you know purposeful living in that it's not all about making money because for me money doesn't motivate me at all right like I'm not money motivated so it's like what's going to motivate me to do more and be more and be bigger and be better and get out of bed in the morning because it's not a dollar bill and I know a lot of people are that way right so purpose is found and being obedient. That's why I'm like so excited. Right. Doing this. This is my purpose. Yeah. Amen, so. girl. That's it's service. And I think that we get so caught up in our day-to-day -day life of just letting life just kind the of just noise, happen. right? Right. The noise. It'll just, but to take the time to go within, build that relationship with God, which changed my life. And I was completely like confused on what my gifts were. I thought I had no gifts. I thought I was just like existing. I couldn't see it. So it took a lot of inner work, um, building my relationship with God that really exposed those things to me. And God put it on my heart a long time, probably two years ago when I first started going through my spiritual awakening, I knew that I wanted to have some kind of podcast or YouTube channel. And I sat on the idea of, for two years, I, I hesitated and I just didn't see a way. And I'm so grateful that we were able to, we didn't expect to even start this 
a month ago or no. this just came just was like let's show up for each other let's show up for god let's show up with purpose and let's just do it let's just no more excuses she, you love speaking to you know on podcasts and you had your podcast you did it so yeah. i was like some we think that maybe we have to do it on our own all the time and you'll be surprised by just two people holding each other accountable and showing up for each other it's like that's what god loves god wants us to be together and it's and i and he even says we're two or more gathered he is in their presence right so thankful that we have each other to hold each other high to pick each other up to support each other um it's just so much more fun and rewarding to get to be doing it together too i think yeah it's just better because she's so good at stuff i'm not good at like all the social media stuff that she's everything pretty or creative that you see that coming from art is probably Josie did that so thank you Josie and you're like the, for our future <laughs> and yeah we you realize that she's so strong in the places that I'm weak and I'm stronger in the places that she is weaker so it, it's, <laughs> it's divine it is yes. really good and um so I'm so thankful to be here and Thank you for answering the call and showing up with me today and every day. Um, and I just, I'm just really glad to be here. So um, do you mind if I, um, I want to do the little, like this Bible verse that I've been kind of yeah, using over this week. Share. And then, then I want to get into our stories. Yeah, that's great. Um, because that's a good I feel like God put this on my heart earlier today. I wasn't planning on even sharing a Bible verse because I'm like, I don't want to push too much of Jesus down new listeners throats but it's like I feel like if I needed it they probably need it and I should just be obedient and not worry about being in fear of right what anybody's gonna think or it turning off somebody who's not a Christian because even if you're not a Christian I hope that you are listening to this and know that it doesn't matter what your beliefs are but we want to share what what God's done for us not because I want you to join my religion, but because I want you to have a big abundant life and I want you to live in knowing how much you're loved every day. So that's right. my motivation. And relationship. I feel like it's, you know. Yeah, it's like not religion. Not, not religion. I think it's relationship, personal relationship. God speaks to each and every one of us and different ways and different relationship is what it's all about that's right yeah yeah we get to be with that um so the message i've been that god kind of gave me today was out of matthew 14 um, 13 through 21 feel free to go back and read this for yourself later so it's matthew 14 13 through 21 and when jesus feeds the five thousand, we've all probably heard the story if you grew up in church or know anything about the bible at all you might have heard this parable um and most of us look at this and say, okay, well, it's about God doing another miracle. This is what we expect God to do, right? But there's so much more in this passage that I want you to get. So I'm going to read it for us. Um, it said, when Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. And I just imagine Jesus is like out there floating in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, just like chilling by himself, praying. Um, and hearing of this, crowds of people followed him on foot from the town. So people came from the villages, from the surrounding areas, because they knew Jesus was in town. He was out in the middle of this by himself, but he, but he was there. So they wanted to be able to, to be where he was. 
And so when the, Jesus landed and saw this large crowd on the shore, I'm guessing he pulled his boat in. Um, he, he saw all these people. He had compassion on them. They were seeking him and he had compassion on them and he healed their sick. Um, verse 15 says, as evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's getting really late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. So they were freaking out. They're like, man, there's tons and tons of people here. We don't have anywhere for them to sleep. We don't have any resources. They could not visibly see a way to provide for all these people. Right. They didn't know what the, their little minds, human minds, didn't know how we were going to provide for these people. And Jesus replied saying, don't, they don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. You. Josie, give those people something to eat. And you have nothing to give them. You feel like you have zero to give. So they're just standing there like, what in the world is he talking about? And so they're like going around, who's got something to eat? And so they find this kid and the um, disciples told him, we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. This is all we got, Jesus. All these people here, there's like over 5,000 people here. And this is all we've got some kids lunch and we, re, we know it was a kid because of another verse or another disciples recording this in a different account he says that it was a kid um and jesus said bring it to me give this little thing you've got and bring it to me and he directed everyone to just sit down on the grass taking the five loaves two fishes he looked up to heaven and gave thanks and broke the loaves and then he gave it to his disciples so he fed them first he fed the leadership first and then the disciples were able to go out then and feed the crowd with that food. Right. And everyone ate, everyone was satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 baskets, one for each disciple. Of all the leftovers, there was so much leftover that every guy, every person in leadership, everyone that was feeding had way more than they needed left over. And God knew the journey ahead that they were going to be going on after they left this place. And those disciples were probably going to need something to eat. Mm -hmm. So not only did he provide provision for the day they were in, but the days ahead. Right. Because of their faith and their obedience. Um, and it says the number of those that ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. So way more people. Like the amount that this miracle was is so mind-blowing. If this was to happen, it'd be like... The Emily Arena, Jesus feeding Emily Arena with a with two coney to hot dogs and a three liter or two liter of coke. Like that's what it boils down to. So God is crazy good at turning our situations when we feel like we've got no resources that we need to go tell people to go take care of yourself. People need to go take care of themselves. We need to go take care of ourselves. And these are people in leadership telling Jesus this. Send them away so they can go handle their business. And God says, no, they don't need to go anywhere. They need to stay with me. And there's a couple things. I wrote down like four points because I, I have ADHD and I'll forget what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, and I'll ramble. So I'm going to tell you what my points were. Is The first point that I took from this is we need to seek to know God first. Because God, when he sees us coming for him, his first reaction is he wants to love you. He has compassion for you in your pain, in your bad, terrible, lonely place you're at in your life. 
he has compassion on you and he loves you. And I think about me, I'm in, you know, when I'm in a bad place or in the place I'm at right now, God, when I seek God and that's my only focus, he has compassion on me and he loves me and God heals. He healed these people. He healed their sick. He wants to take those broken, messed up parts of your life and heal them and fix them. But it starts with seeking it first. Because we can't, God is only able to, is able to do what we can't do for ourselves. And that's why he is God. And that's why he is worthy of us worshiping him and loving him and coming to him because he wants to do those things. Right. So that's the first thing. Second thing is God has already given us every single thing we need already. You may think it's nothing. You may think, oh, I'm, I like to do reels, but it's not a big deal. Like, God can't use that. That's not a big thing. Or I'm just a friendly person with a good attitude who likes kids. God can't do anything with that. Right. Or I'm broke as a joke right now, and I have no money whatsoever. Um, I don't have anything to offer anyone. I have nothing to give. That may be you. But as this passage says, it doesn't matter what you see. God's already equipped you. Regardless if you can see it or not, God has already equipped you. Um, and the third point is because God does not operate in our limitations or what in what we think is possible. And he will multiply when you give the little that you have. So you may say, okay, God, all I have is a good attitude and a good personality. I'm broke as a joke. That's all I've got. God wants to, you to give him the little bit that you've got and say, God, do something with this. This is all I have, but I'm trusting you with it. Right. Like that little boy, he's like, I don't have anything but my lunchbox, God. And he fed thousands of people with it. You know, it's like, all I know is a little bit of, I don't know how to heal people from cancer or I don't know how to make a million dollars yet. <laughs> I'm figuring it out. You know, I don't know how to, there's a lot of things I don't know how to do God, but I do know how to help encourage people. I do know how to build business. I do know a lot about real estate. God, use that. Use those things that I have. This is what I have. I'm bringing them to you. Yeah. Use this. But, and God wants to multiply what we give because we're giving it to him in faith that he can multiply. He can sow into that. And the fourth thing is he wants to do miracles in your life with the ordinary and unexpected. So God gets to show up in a big way when every, I love, I love how people, and especially me, we tend to underestimate God, right? Right. We doubt God's ability. We don't think that he is really, really able to do things. And God wants God loves an underdog story. Clearly, he loves an underdog story. And he loves to make miracles out of our messes and just take a little bit that we have and just blow it out of the water. Do you, do you think that the, the disciples would have thought that this, well, he, he would have thought, okay, this is great. We can feed at least like five of us. We'll be able to eat. Right. They never would have thought God could have fed thousands of people. But if God could do that in in their lives what is he willing to do for you right because god loves you and me just as much as he loved this group of people and he looks at our lives and situations with the same amount of like affection and and desire to heal and he says just stay with me 
stay close to me, seek me. You don't need to go away from me to be fed. Right. Because a lot of us think when we're building our businesses and we're out there chasing a the dollar that we need to be provided for. I need to go away because I don't have time. Where I'm a victim of this. I do this every day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a victim of this. I'm too busy. I'm late for work. My son's not ready for school yet. I'm a day late and a dollar short. Like I don't have time because I need to work. I don't have time to spend with God because I need to be working to provide for myself. When if you had just sat down and given God the 20 minutes that you so need to feed your spirit, God was going to provide everything that you needed. And because it was already there, but we just have to be in obedience to that. Right. So that's my boy. My spirit is saying that today because I mean, like I even text Josie, like right before we like, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this. We were supposed to film this yesterday. And I was like, life got in the way. Like, we don't have to do this today. I can't do this today. And I'm just pushing and pushing, pushing, but you know, she's like, no, we're going to step in. We're going to show up and we're going to let God work. And he's going to bless it, Yeah, you know? So I encourage you guys to stop letting life get in the way because God's telling you, don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink. Don't worry about, worry about me. And I'm going to add to everything you're doing right? and magnify it. And that's how, that's how God's provision works. This parable, this is how God's provision works. And I hope that you guys are encouraged that he's going to take the little bit you have and magnify it. And that's the whole point of the big abundant life. right yeah that's exactly what it's about i love that it's god first yep god first seek the kingdom of god first and i'm guilty of that too of (laughs) the whole you'll see that we think that we're supposed to be focused and we are letting fear drive our intention where it's like how am i gonna survive next month where am i gonna live like these are real you know, things that we think are beyond and we think we want to put it in our own hands instead of giving it to God and saying, I'm going to be obedient to God first over the problems that I think that I, that I'm facing, the, the fears, the worries, the, all of the, the, all of that, it needs to be God first because we are always provided for in every moment. Like you said, it's number one, knowing that God gives you the strength for today. We are, we are designed to stay in the moment with God's presence. When we get too far into even tomorrow, yeah. some of us don't even know how we're going to make it to tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, so to know that that's anxiety. When we focus on anything but the present moment, that brings anxiety. If we're in the past, that can bring depression and shame, shame, and all these to stay present with God's presence. Like that is my number one prayer every morning. Like as I'm opening my eyes, it's like, God, thank you for being here with me right here, right now. That's a good point, Josie. I absolutely forgot to mention that with my points about my story is that one of the things that God does first, before he multiplies, he gave thanks for what he had That's what I first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is a key part. I think if we miss that, we miss the whole message. You have to give thanks for what God has blessed you with. And I actually started doing this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I journal about my gratitude. Like I've always journaled about my gratitude. I even have like a performance coaching thing I created um, around gratitude first right but one of the things that I did was 
I said, I'm going to start doing this differently, my gratitude journal, because I do my gratitude journal and then I pray. I ask God, I talk, talk to God about the desires of my heart, what's on my heart that day. And then I go into my prayer and I like to write it out because I have ADHD. If I don't, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started doing something where it's like, I'll talk about what I was grateful for that happened yesterday, what I'm grateful for today and what I'm grateful for tomorrow. Oh, I love that. So it puts me in a like a 360 moment because I feel like sometimes, especially when, if you're somebody who deals with anxiety and depression or you have a hard time being and living in gratitude if we look at what good thing even if yesterday was a terrible day right there's ten thousand things that happened you got to eat lunch you had somewhere comfortable to sleep you got a friend called you you know like thinking about what happened yesterday and thanking him for that stuff thinking about thanking him for what's going to happen today and then look, focusing on what you know he's blessing you with in your future that you have to look forward to i feel like for me it was such a great thing but I start my day like that every day where I write out what I'm grateful for. And anytime I realize my life's getting kind of off kilter, I realize that I've stopped my, my routine, my ritual, being in prayer and being grateful. And that's when I lose my ground and my footing with God. Oh, so yeah. it's like, oh no, number, number one. one. Yeah. I've, I've, I've like practiced that. It's just like, as I'm waking like up, changing. if I, like even before picking up the phone, I will like a few, t- and I have to put my phone, like I will fling across the room. Like I have to get into prayer and speak to God. I open my word, get, even if I have just a few minutes, just God, give me, give me a, a word of like a verse for the day that, and God always, I have uh, this little prayer book thing that gives me the date every day in my bathroom because if I forget it in my room I want it in my bathroom like the constant presence of God to be reminded and that is another prayer I'm always God just remind me help me stay with you you know I want all of you I don't want none of my will I want nothing to do with the flesh I don't want what I think is strong for me to put that and say, because sometimes we give things to God and we'll say, okay, God, I'm giving it to you. Then we'll, then we'll worry about it. And mm. we're literally taking it out of God's hands and saying, okay, I want to, I want to worry about this again. I want to <laughs> take that out of your hand and I'm going to hold on to this. And God is, is like, and then you realize that it's, it's, you need God in it. So mm-hmm. that's been, if there's one lesson in my entire, that has let changed my life. It is surrender, surrender. The more you surrender, the more you let go in everything and anything and just hold on to God for all, because he is your provider and give thanks every day to me, be present and have faith in him and him alone because anything of this world, if you're putting faith in your money, forget it. Your money can be gone like that. It's an hour. That's my lesson. For 
I know God and I know that if I focus on him and his peace and our relationship, that it one will help every single relationship around me. Mm. I can't love people that we couldn't love otherwise. Right. He's working on my heart. I truly feel that. And he wants to work all up in and through your heart too, Mm. because that has been the game changer. And another one of the points that I had, I wrote down because the same, I'm like, (laughs) if I don't write it, it's gone. (laughs) It's gone. That's another thing I love about audio too, is like catching these moments. You can pause this at any moment and write write stuff down. (laughs) Yeah. So what we perceive to be such a small, insignificant thing, God can use that to for his glory, for his kingdom, for to help someone else, like, and multiply on another level, what you think is, you're just like, oh, like that little thing that comes so easy to me, like, that's no big deal. And God's like, let me show you what I can do with that. Right. Because what we're not seeing, he can see all things. Mm -hmm. He can see where that gift that he's planted inside of you that we're just taking for granted or we're just like not even paying attention to. We're so focused on this world and providing and being all these things for the world. It's like, why don't we just stick with God? Stay in our lane. Stay, yeah. And just ask God to show you what your gifts are. You know, if you're not, and if you're not sure what your gifts are, like ask people, pray, ask Ask people, ask, ask people who love who love you and love God, what your gifts are. Yeah. Like, what do you think my gifts are? And I think there's actually a, a quiz online you can take that's like the, the you know, spiritual gifts. Yeah. That, that you take something like that the other day. It was really helpful. Yeah, I did yeah. that. Because you think, again, we oversee things and we see our imperfections sometimes. Oh, over yeah. Our blessings and our beauty. And that is what relationship with God will do. We both yes. dealt with unworthiness and toxic relation all these things that came from how we felt within about ourselves and not having that relationship with God on an intimate level so we were not be able to be intimate with ourselves and say you know I love you like the first time I did that like looked in the mirror and I was like a friend of mine that I met the other day mentioned the one and this stuck with me is, do you know how much God loves you when the day comes, whatever, and you're like, maybe not even whatever. I want to gather my thoughts. See, I'm not, we're all not perfect. Just show them <laughs> as you are. Take messy action yep. rather than no action because God moves with you. But if you're just stuck and you're like, I can't do that, God. He can't work through you. That's you gotta, right. You gotta be obedient regardless. Move through it. He clicks the call. Because that's the He'll give you the word. He'll give you the word. One yep. day we'll be like, remember that first podcast we did? It was so we nice. were stuttering and we were just, but God's like, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. The point when you do it with God and put him first in everything. It's like, that is, you can know that God don't need this. He can see all of all of you, all of you, your imperfection, your dark places, all of that is overcoming. But good or bad, life's too hard if you're not. And you, you, sharing your story could save someone else's life. Yes, and it's not for you. You have to remember, like, I just repeat it again. It's not for me. My 
give my, it's not for me. It's for me to give that out, like you said, and to share. Yep, your gifts are given to you to give them away. And God wants to multiply your gifts and expand your gifts and your talents and your skills and your resources so you can be, like, giving them away. And I, I, I'm not saying that, I don't believe in this whole prosperity gospel nonsense where you should, you know, tithe to church or donate to charity or serve other people or be in, like, this space so that God will bless you financially. We're obedient to God by pursuing our purpose and our God-given passions and, like, giving him what we have and being faithful with what we have because that's what God's called us to do. That's obedience and love for God. And what he chooses to do with that is totally up to him. But if I know anything about God and I know his heart is that he has given you these things to multiply them so you can go and pour out and like your cup overflows so you can go out, right? Right. And that God meets us where we are. Yeah. With what we've got. With you what know? you've got. If all you got is time, guess what? God can use that. That's right. God can use that time. You got that voice. God can use your voice. You have whatever you have. Just bring it, lay it down for right. him, and he will bless and multiply with your obedience and your faith. Faith is huge because when we allow those old beliefs, and that's one of the things that one of the things that you have to let go is sometimes a belief. Yeah. So when I say let go, it's not just like physical things or people. It's a belief. Mm. You can believe something all your life because someone told you this when you were four years old and it could be wrong. It, it might not it's serve you. Lie. It might not serve you anymore. And you're just like, well, I've held on to this and this is all I know. And it's like, God's like, I need that. <laughs> I need you to give that to me and I'm going to fill you with what I'm calling you that it's going to serve my, my plan and my my purpose purpose for you. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we want to, that's why it's so important. Like if, if you're looking for your purpose, if you're looking for alignment in life, is that why would you want to limit your life on what you can fathom and create for yourself when God's plans for you are 10 times better than anything we could imagine right and you know when when what we do when we say i want it my way i want my vision for my life i want the big cars i want the mansions i want the designer purses i want the flashy showy stuff that all the fruits of this world can provide you with if that's your goal then you're missing out on what your life could have been and i i think there's a um there's a like a story I heard one time at church or at a Bible study, I don't know, but it's like the greatest fear is to like not to die, but to get to the end of your life and meet your maker and God, like this is the life you could have had. This is the things you, people that needed you, the the lives you could have impacted, the things you could have done and the change you could have made in this world. This is all of that. I was going to, that, that was going to be your blessing because that's, all the eternal, the things that last forever, that stuff, that treasure you could have built up, but you were over here chasing the dollar. Right. And your kids didn't know how much you loved them. The people in your life resented you. You hated yourself, you know, like on and on and on. But I don't want to get to the end of my life and say, God, tell me this is what you could have done. This is what I 
had for you and you totally missed it. And I have to face the person I could have been right. if I had just want, sought, sought God and walked in his purpose and calling for my life. Like, I don't want to miss that boat because that would be just terrible. You know, right. it's like, it's, it'd be great to get to heaven. And I know I'm going to heaven because I'm saved and I have to set the salvation, but I don't want to get to heaven and have to face my God and him tell me there was more, you know, I want to, I want him to know that my heart was to go and get all of it and be all that he wanted me to be. Right. Constantly. You speaking. know, and then I'm just fail and we fell forward and, you know, I'm never going to measure up, but that's why I need God. And that's why it's together with him that right. I'm in fulfillment, you know, because he picks me up. He makes more of what I've got. It's oh, just yeah. really, really lean awesome. Lean out on your own understanding mm -hmm. and lean out on your own strength. We think that we're so strong, but <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that I'm wrong, to be wrong over and over again, constantly. Yeah. And um, that I don't have to go after the wrong thing. So it's like, okay, God, what do you want us to, what do you want us to what do you want us to do? And that's the question we get to ask ourselves. And it's going to look different for everybody, you exactly. know, and it's a personal thing you and God get to decide. So, um, you know, this, this episode, we want to tell, you know, a little bit about our story, but more than that, we want you to get in, in your heart and look to, to God when you get off of this, this episode and say, okay, God, what are my gifts and how do you want me to use them? Right. You know, what what do I have now? What do I have to give you right now, God? And that's where he's going to be able to expand your life. That's where the big fun of life comes in. Right. And it starts to happen. And focus on what you've overcome in life. Mm. As insignificant as you may think, that's, that's, that's a testimony. That's really powerful to overcome, to give hope to others and um focus on the blessings and know that life is always happening for you not to you so even if it looked pain if it was it felt painful and it was scary and it was traumatizing to work through that with god and bring that to god and say god help me see your face in this mm -hmm. situation Help me heal this situation. Help me see what you were doing with this. How did this trans transform me? You know, there's been a lot of situations in our lives that were not, didn't feel so pleasant and wonderful and love and light. Mm -hmm. It was like scary. It was hard. Dark. But you overcame, yeah. and that's super powerful. That's that's super powerful. Yeah, me and Jesse were listening to a podcast earlier today um, by another creator who's really, really good, um, Steve Weatherford. If you don't listen to his podcast, you should. He actually hasn't created another episode. If you ever listen to this, Steve, I'm gonna link you in this podcast. Maybe you listen to this. <laughs> um, he hasn't filmed another podcast episode since that's September. Oh. And that podcast, the most his last podcast episode, which is that one we listened to today, yeah. was his most recent, was about your story mm -hmm. and about how people need your story and you need to be able to tell your story in a way that you know communicates what you've overcame, like what you said, because 
if you want to know where your gifts are and where God's blessed you and where God's built your character and, and purpose for you, you know, it's look at the areas in your life, you know, that you've overcame. If you don't know what your purpose is, if you don't know what your gifts are, look at where in your life you have overcome something. Maybe it was addiction. Maybe you lost right. weight. Maybe you overcome came childhood traumas and things that maybe you forgave someone that you didn't think you'd ever be able to forgive them for. You know, maybe you're you're raising your children to be children who love God. Maybe you're building a business. Maybe you've overcome poverty. Maybe you've overcome a scarcity mindset. The things you've overcome are the gifts that God has given you. It's the characteristics, the skills, you know, it's those things that you now are able to give other people so they can also be overcomers. Right. That's our purpose. Right. Is to use the things we've overcome, the gifts God's given us to help other people, equip other people to over also overcome. I like that. And it, and it looks different for everybody. But he talks about that in his podcast. And I thought it was really powerful. Wow. Um, because our stories are an overcoming story. I mean, I have one. We all have one. And nobody's life is, is perfect, no matter how much we want to see people on social media and think oh man it's so good and it's all together no it's not the case we're all working through something dealing with something all the time it's one one mountain after another but that's because god's concerned with our character right and not with our comfort in life and he wants to build us for the purpose he's got for us and so he, he and he's just going to keep rolling that over and using it and multiplying it learning and God multiplies it God just is going to continue to expand because that's the nature of God that's just how he is because he loves us so much yeah he would let us go through miserable times to build our character right <laughs> and I believe in like learning you're either learning or dying yeah you're you're growing or you're dying right yeah you're either growing or you're dying and the discomfort the things that you've never done before I, I think it was another podcast but I think yeah you're doing great <laughs> it's it your mind can trick you into thinking you can't do it but just know that I like to pray like I when you first started I was like oh we didn't we didn't do a prayer so I started praying in my head and I was like holy spirit act <laughs> work through me <laughs> we get to talk pray again me. yeah I don't want none of me I don't want none of my words none of my thoughts I want all God thoughts God word what does God want to put on my heart and want me to speak on? Because that's what I'm here for. It's not for me. I'm not, I'm completely, it's just getting out of God's way. Surrender you and all of you and what you love, like your desires and what you think you want. And God's like, I know what you need. I know what you need, girl. <laughs> I know what you need. Let me give you what you need. Even if it looks like something we do not want, right? Like, hard times like or letting go or completely going from ground zero when God takes you down to ground zero to build you on the rock that he is on a solid foundation it's because he knew that what you built your found what you were building on top of was not solid and it was going to crash right and better to crash now than later that's right and that was that was my 20 2020 vision when I went through like my spiritual awakening was that was the lesson I allowed God to take everything and it happened naturally the more I let go within me the more I was just God was lifting the veils and revealing truth to me revealing lies 
it was like there was one point I was sitting in my apartment on the floor. I had a three bedroom giant apartment and I got rid of everything because I realized all of these things, I didn't even like them. Like my couch, I hated my couch. And I was like, I sold it. I sold everything. I sold everything out of my apartment and I was just sitting on what I loved. And it was like a pillow. And I was like, I'm no longer going to invest or settle on things that I don't love because love brings more love. Like I buy this, you know, cup and it brings me so much joy. And it was a little more expensive than the the cheaper cup that that's the point. Like, it's just doing what you love more Mm -hmm. loving, not buying something because it's, it's just settling, you know, that was my lesson was like, I built my whole life around settling for things like, oh, well, I'll take, you know, the, the half, uh, and cookie, I guess you could say. <laughs> I'll take the, you know, the temporary little relationship that's only, you know, has time for me on one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just the little, when you settle up, how you do one thing in life is how you do everything in life. Mm. So if you're settling in a part of your life, whether that's a relationship, whether that's just getting the, the couch that you hate because it's the absolute cheapest thing instead of having faith and you're like, you know what? I'm, I know that God is going to provide if, because my joy and love and my happiness, like just knowing that I am whole and God provides and God yeah. is with me, that's all you need to know. Yeah. It will just do what you love. Don't settle for things because it's comfortable or because you know it or you think it's safe. Yep. It's like, do that thing that God has put in your heart even though it's scary and you have no idea how it's going to happen and you're just like, God, that's really wild. I don't know how I'm going to get from A to B, but that's the point. It's like, what you always say, take the next right step. Take the next right step. Yeah, be in the moment and ask God what he wants you to do next. What's, you know, we don't, we want to have it all figured out. Like, I think we were talking about this, what, three months ago? A month ago, maybe. You're on the phone, you're on the phone, and I'm like, you're like, I don't know what to do, that is working. And I'm like, just do the next right thing. And I'll be like, I just want to know what my purpose is and what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And I told her, I'm like, you know, we don't, we're not going to always, God's not going to give us the whole, you know, the whole movie reel right away. Sometimes the answers come when we're ready for them, right? Because He's got to build our character up to the point that he's ready for us to step into whatever that is. But in the moment, in the waiting, in the middle, it's all about doing that next right step and looking to God for that guidance, for that wisdom, for, you know, showing up and doing the scary things, being willing to get rid of everything you've got, you know, because you feel like it's not serving you anymore in your life that you need. Maybe, maybe for somebody right now, it's not an apartment full of furniture that doesn't, isn't in alignment with you. Maybe it's a group of friends. Right. Oh, maybe yeah. it's an addiction. <laughs> maybe it's an addiction you're holding on to or a job that like you're not supposed to be working anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's, it's just, you know, a goal or a dream. You thought that's what you should be doing. And now it's just in nowhere in alignment with what you know God wants for you. Right. Be, be encouraged because me and Josie's testimonies and our stories and you, you can, you will know that if you're not where you're supposed to be, if you don't have the, the guts to get up and move, God will sabotage that for you. He will take you out of where you're not supposed to be. So he can put you by yourself sometimes with nothing 
if that's what it takes you and God to get you in alignment with what his calling is for your life because he loves you so much. And there's really, when you love God and you choose God, and I think we were talking about this two days ago when we tried to film this the first time, one of the things we, we talked about was how if, when you love God and you've chosen God, you're going to fall down a thousand times. You're going to sin. You're going to fall back into that old pattern. You're going to go back into that old way of being, those old nasty thoughts. And we're not going to be perfect Christians. There's no such thing as a perfect Christian. Right. But God will redeem it. Because when you love God, you can't run from it. You know, and he's always going to be gracious enough to just pull you back and circle you back. And you're going to get to come to the place where you're just, he's just renewing you and, we're doing this whole thing over and over and over again. And it's just, I'm just thankful for it that I can trust him. Right. With everything in my life. The dark you're moments. Not you're not going to miss your calling because God has got you. And maybe this moment that you're listening to this episode is your moment with right. God. And he's got telling you, I got you. Amen. And that we get to be in agreement. So is there anything else we wanted to talk about today? I think we've covered God a lot. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stories, there's a lot of stories, there's a lot more you guys get to learn about us, and a lot more about our past and our stories that we're going to be able to share with you as we move forward, but I think the biggest thing for what God wants for today's message is that you, he loves you, and he's got a plan for you, and it's big, and it's to walk beautiful, and you get to walk in purpose in your life, and you don't have it all figured out, and that he's going to use the little that you have and the gifts that you feel like maybe are insignificant and he's going to magnify them and expand everything. Um, but it's just by choosing to follow him and just by choosing to step into obedience. So anything else you want to say? And trust, out? Trusting the process, I think to say. So really <laughs> quick to close this up, what would you say in like maybe like 15 words or less? What would you say is your number one like takeaway you just turned 30 i just turned 30 so Good what question. would be your like number one lesson that you're like thank you god for teaching me this very valuable lesson or wake up call or just like it wasn't for nothing Girl. <laughs> because I've y'all, I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I've done a little, everything wrong. I love that. Every single thing wrong you could do. If you're 25 and doing everything wrong, God, it's not for nothing. Mm. Because God wants to use it, and God uses everything. And um, I have had a love hate relationship with my past, with the person I used to be. Right. And I have. I'm like the person that even I was five years ago is, or 10 years ago is not the person you see in front of you. I was, you know, 200 pounds and, or actually now it's more than that, like 235 and sick and an addiction and in toxicity, you know, and God pulled me out of that and used that to mold me and build me and I was using it for other people. So mm -hmm. that would be my lesson from my 20s is that it's not for nothing it wasn't for nothing because i don't have a dream very good story of life right. but which we're totally gonna get into that <laughs> we have to do i mean your story is so powerful and we're definitely i love that we like 
we're ending this off with a little taste of it. Like, yeah, this is what you know we we you overcame a lot. Yeah. Well, a we lot. overcame a lot, and, but that it wasn't for nothing because God uses all of it. And I'm grateful because because of what I've been through in my life and what bad mistakes and dumb things I've done, God can use that. Uh, and I can speak into people's lives that I otherwise would not have been able to connect with me. And I can really connect with people who have made been it all wrong too. Right. You know what I mean? So it's um, I'm just lucky, glad to be here, glad to be alive and um, not like caught up in addiction or toxic relationships. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just like and free and financially free and independent and just, you know, I'm grateful for to be here. So yeah. What was your what would your lesson in 15 words or less be that your 20s taught you? Now that you're 30 like like me. Or I'm 30 like you. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I would say to to know that you I don't live my life for the approval of others. And that's something that I learned as I got older. It was like, I always stopped myself from shining in a room. I dimmed my own light. I didn't use my voice. Oh, I was just like, I thought that would be it. It would be to know that we cannot stop what God's doing in and through us for the approval of other people because you're never you're never going to please everybody. Everybody's not going to like you and do not allow that to stop who who you are and what God is doing with you through you. Your voice don't let people shut you up from that. And yeah. like your voice is powerful, your testimony is powerful, your story is powerful, your experiences matter. It all matters. Same, yeah. it's kind of connects to like yeah, it's so true to my land and i would think also i want to add to that um don't let your current situation and who you believe for you to that you are dictate who you're going to be tomorrow and who god can can build you into and what what you can do who you can become what you can be because you need to start stop thinking in like what the parable said you know in matthew it was like stop thinking in terms of what you can do with what you've got right in right. front of you the things you can see the resources and things you have right now that you can see and and give it over to god because he can do massively more than any of us can imagine and think bigger about yourself right and what you can do you know and don't limit your dreams to your current situation right or you know other people or what other people tell you you're capable of doing because everybody told me i should have been in the nurse nursing field should have been in medical field that I would never make any money in business and look at me I would be a terrible nurse <laughs> you know what I mean like and so do don't listen to people's opinions oh, like yeah. you said you know it's like be who you you feel like God's calling you to be and yeah. thank you Josie for being that doing that I'm sorry it took a second out. to come out but I had I mean there's so many lessons it's, it's, it's hard tough, to one but that is one thing that I said some 30 does something to you. It's like you care a whole lot less. Yeah. I see, I feel like you care dramatically less dramatically than less. 20s. 20s, I feel like we're so caught up in like 
concept of like, who are we? Who, who do I need to be for people to like me? When it doesn't matter. Like yeah. it, what matters is like what God thinks. And maybe that's why we're like finally doing this now that we're 30. Like, I know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's what it took was getting to be 30 and not caring as much, but yeah. it's so good. <laughs> it's so freeing. It's yeah. so freeing. I mean, it frees you in ways that are indescribable <laughs> when you just the, the approval of, of others is not needed. It like, makes such a li- it's why would you want to limit yourself to be just being what other people think you are? Like, just, why would you want to change or, or what your current thoughts like? Why would you want to limit yourself at all? Like right to what other people are limited by. And when you is. give your yourself over and who you are to human beings that's what you're doing. You're limiting yourself. Yeah. You know, to their so. perception. Because mm-hmm. everyone is just in their own world and their own perception and what someone else can, you know, I've learned to take things a little lightly and just go back to God with everything. Everything that I hear, I always bring it to God because you never know. Mm-hmm. Like the little, I mean, discernment is so, that's another thing. I mean, we can get into that another episode we have to do one on discernment and yeah <laughs> because I can talk about discernment all day <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah okay so we will end this off that was awesome. good do you want to pray before we let everybody go yeah I want to pray for you right oh I love that that's the calling girl <sighs> dear father thank you so much for this time I want to bless the conversations we've had God let it like what you want people to hear and what you need to hit home for them, what the words you needed them to hear, God, let that land on their heart and stick and anything that wasn't meant for them that you don't, then just let it fall away and, and bless these people, bless them abundantly in their finances and their businesses and their relationships, God, just pour out your love and show them and be big for them, God, in every single way that they know how much you love and care for them and want to heal their broken parts and want to show them purpose and give them a big, the big abundant life you have for them, Father. And we thank you for your provision and we thank you for showing up in ways that we never could have expected. And thank you for just accepting the little that me and Josie have to give. And thank you for just multiplying it, Father. And all all the blessings and all the praise go to you in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you for Thank being you guys. Y'all have an awesome week. Next week, we'll see you again. So. God bless. Love you.